she goes with us. This isn't a formal introduction. I just wanted to say hi. Hi. Maybe we should restart. <laughs> Whoa, what, what's wrong about this? No, is there, nothing, is there something wrong with this? We're supposed to talk about our week or how we feel. or How was your Halloween? That's what we should talk about is Halloween. Me and Gio spent it together. You yeah. didn't. Well, you didn't include that part. Oh, because you watched the film together. Yeah. Okay. And we went well, blind together. I didn't realize. At, you, you didn't realize what we cats? told you? Well, you didn't realize what we had said. You're so heated this morning. I'm not heated. <laughs> I'm already just, hot. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. No, we went to BYU Bowling Alley because my brother works there. Dane works there? Dave, yes. Dave works there? Yeah. Oh, you just... He's a different name. <laughs> <laughs> he has a okay. different name depending on when you see him. Oh, He's yeah. Dave at work. Yep, and me and Gio, we bowled with, with two young ladies. And then we came back and watched a Do movie, and know? another young lady came. So total <laughs> okay. two men, three young ladies. How, how many young ladies and what were there the ages? There was three total young How ladies, young are these all ladies? All above 21. Oh, so then there was no no problem. What do you mean no problem? About. What? I, I, I worry. <laughs> we don't, when you guys get together, I worry. That's all well, I'm going to say. Well, it makes I don't know. We watched the movie, and it kind of makes it awkward if it was, mm-hmm. you know, anyone else, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's calm. Let's calm down. Well, you didn't even tell us what you did for Halloween. Yeah, what'd you do? I went to a jazz game. I told you that. Well, yeah. I told both of you. I guys. know what you told us. But You're acting like I never the, told you. But the microphone does not know what you did because we were not Yes, I them. went to a jazz game because tickets were $8, and I wanted to see John ja Morant, and something interesting happened. So when we when we got there, I went to park, you know, go to a parking lot, and uh, parking was $45. Oh, and I was like, our tickets were only $8, <laughs> so that uh, sucks. But then that we, like somebody was walking past, and I was like, hey, where'd you get your parking or whatever? And they're like, oh, if you just drive literally five feet, it's 15 bucks. And it was. We drove 15 feet, and it was 15 bucks. It was not 15 so. feet. There's no way. It was like, His it was the next parking lot feet. was 15 bucks, so that was good. But when I went to the BYU game, okay, I lied. It was $35 for parking. But when I went to the BYU <laughs> game a couple days ago, and they lost, I... Uh, we, I went to like the closest parking lot and it wasn't even that close. Yeah, I told you that. No, I asked you, you asked going me to the if you, game. Yeah, but you never yeah, responded. Yeah, but if I ask you if I'm going somewhere, that means I'm going somewhere. That's what I assumed, but you didn't respond. <laughs> okay, so I... Yeah, well, that's because I was like, well, obviously you're not going because you said you're not going. Well, yeah. You said it was stupid or something. What did I say? I didn't say it was stupid. You said... Let me find this. No, don't You find said it. it was stupid. You're taking up time. We don't you said time. it was a stupid thing. Oh, that's the <laughs> I said... <laughs> Okay, I said... You just never responded. Oh, this is a jazz... Never mind, Where is it? a jazz game. Probably 10 a.m. for the film. We text too much. Are you going to the game? No, I would never. And See, that's... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to respond to that. <laughs> Anyways, parking there was $45. Parking at the jazz game was what? $45. You paid for... Bu- no, I didn't pay for parking. Game. I didn't pay 45 bucks. That's how much it cost. To park where? To park... In the Valley uh, it, no, because, like, there's the stadium, and then across the street is, like, a apartment complex, whatever, like, duplexes. Sure. They were charging. And, yeah, they were like, oh, it's $45. And I was like, I didn't know anyone Bruh, charged. tickets were, like, 12 bucks. I'm not doing that. Wow. So, anyways, paying for parking. Yeah, so we just went to the jazz game. I didn't dress up. They won. And uh, all is well. Sounds like all is well. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of fun. And we saw Smile. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, you see Smile? Do you, do you need to watch it? Smile. Smiles. I want to watch so it. So horrible. It's so horrific. 
It's the scariest film I've ever seen in my life. You agree? No, I've heard that from every person that has watched it. Yeah, it's horrible. You kind of have to... You have to like bring a blanket. You have to hide. You know how like when you're a kid, you hide in like a blanket. You know. So I shouldn't go watch it by myself. No. <laughs> now even in a theater, it was scary. Like I don't know. It's kind of fun seeing scary movies in theaters though, because people react mm-hmm. and like it's fun to hear their reactions. Whereas like if you're at your house by yourself, like that's kind of mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. But you should see Smile. It is good. Good enough to scare you. Do you agree? No. Oh, yeah, I agree. He doesn't I agree. agree. He wasn't scared at all. I agree. I hid behind I my jacket. Him. I agree with you. I told him I agree with you. I told him I agree with you. Okay. I'm ready to start. Are I'm you? feeling ready. Yeah, yeah, well, when are we doing that thing? What when thing? are we doing this segment? Is that later? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Preface. What are... So we are going to be doing what's in the <laughs> what's in the cup. <laughs> what's what? in what's the, the cup? cup? <laughs> what's in the sample cup? It's a clinical segment uh, brought to you by Netflix Therapy. We're sponsoring ourselves this week, and uh, <laughs> we're, sponsor us, we're so. here to see if uh, if our guest Geo can guess what is in the cup, and there are repercussions if he cannot guess all of them correctly. Okay, for so, us, repercussions for us. Okay, so when are we doing it? Though, did you say? We'll just whenever there's a lull. Okay. Whenever I feel like Geo, Gio, whenever Geo yeah. looks parched, we'll just yeah. introduce him. <laughs> like he's oh, thirsty. He needs something yeah. Yeah. sriracha related in a cup. You know, mm. not to give any mm. giveaway. So good. <laughs> Welcome back to Netflix Therapy, where we review only original Netflix films. We're your hosts, Danny and Dirty, and we give you in-depth ratings, semi-expert opinions, and interesting facts about each film. Thanks for joining us today. If you haven't joined us before, this is a show where we review Netflix-only originals. We give movie stats, movie facts, our feelings, and provide you with a little dose of film therapy. This week's film was... The Luckiest Girl Alive. This was in the Global Top 10 for three weeks now. Um, and we're no longer waiting on the readings, right? It's oh, I forgot to erase that. Yeah. Oh, okay, It's been good. there for three weeks. But guess what also is on their third week? Sing. No. Oh. Don't The Curse of Bridge Hollow. It's on third, third week? It's on third week. I thought yeah. it was only for one week And before. it moved up. It's in like second place now. It's a good movie. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, I know how you feel. Okay, we do have, as we've stated, we do have a guest, so I'm going to give a little bit of an introduction here. Gio, you feel free to correct anything here, but um, hailing from the quaint southern Utah town of Blinding, Utah, this deputy of the Utah Utah County Sheriff's Office will provide critical criminology insight to our review today. Known as a lover of film and show, his favorites range from the likes of Gilmore Girls, Dairy Girls, Gossip Girl, New Girls, Supergirl, Good good Girls, Powerpuff Girls, Girl Meets World, Two Broke Girls, The Golden Girls, Girl Code Girls, Shining Girls, My Girl, and Finally Little Woman. We welcome you to this podcast and assure you that this will be a treat as sweet as week old candy from Halloween. Thank you. I, I can confirm that all of those movies are my favorite movies and I like no other movies. And to actually it's say a that he's genre. <laughs> yeah, well, and to say that he's as sweet as one week old. I mean, that's nice. One week old candy. Yeah. I mean, that's that's relatively fresh. It's like time to marinate. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marinate. Little <laughs> little white layer over the chocolate. You know, like mm. a little crispy. Mm. Yeah. And I say that because so this will release a week from Halloween, so it's like mm. it'll make more sense. Oh, in five days. Gio will be seasoned by then. Mm. He'll be a seasoned vet yeah. of the pod. The movie this week. Oh yeah. Uh, thank you, Gio, for joining us today. Plot of review. Uh, a writer's perfectly crafted New York life starts to unravel when a true crime documentary forces her to confront her harrowing high school history and question the choices she made as a young teenager. You know she's supposed to be 14 <laughs> in this film? 
Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought she I was did. in like high school. 17. No way, she's 14. Yeah, 14. And it makes it sound like, oh, like question the choice she's made as a teenager. But like. But they're very serious. <laughs> as like, a 14 year old. Like, oh, what boy did I like or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Cast incru- includes uh, Mila Kunis as Annie or Tiffany Finelli. She's a main character. Then we have the second main character who is the exact same character. Young Annie is played by uh, Kiara Aruella, and then we've got Finn Whitrock as Luke Harrison. He is the fiance. We got uh, Connie Britton as Dina. She's the boss, and then we've got Thomas uh, Barbuska as Arthur Finn, and he is the school shooter. Or her friend, <laughs> one or the other, whatever you want to define him as. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, the director was Mike Barker, and uh, I don't know what else he directed. I didn't look it up. Oh. I didn't really care to. This guy, I don't know his name. So. Yeah. You're the next one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Movie Stats, this Netflix original was released on September 30th, so relatively, well, I mean, a month ago. The budget, again, we don't know. It's been on for three weeks, according to Coon, uh, not Coon. What? According <laughs> to Danny's, Danny's um, theory, it, the budget should be released for the third week. It is, was not. Um, it's supposed to be released on the third week? Well, you said when it's in there for three weeks, it gets a budget. Uh, it's still updating. Yeah. Next week, there will be a budget. Yeah, so yeah. a runtime, an hour and 55. The rating is R, and it earns the rating of R. Yes. Um, Stamp of approval. Yeah. R. <laughs> Way to go. Made it. Um, the ratings from the critics are 6.4 out of 10 IMDb, 43% Rotten Tomatoes with a 73% audience score, which is a big spread. In ratings, um, 54, 54% Metacritic and 79% Google reviews, which agrees with the audience score of 73% for Rotten Tomatoes. Segment time. I forgot to I forgot to preface this. So was it? It's not one way to say three words. It's one way, one to, way to say, say three guests. Three guests. Yeah, and we all give two words. I did talk to you about it a little oh, bit. Oh, good. You you got <laughs> your did. words. Okay, perfect. Well, Dirty would like to start. Just to kind of you see how it goes. You just want to go this goes. way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I love you. that. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. And then Your you word, a little bit. A little explanation like. about it. I'll give my words. I'll give if it's a recommendation. Why do you have that picture on here? Well, I'll get to it. Okay. Don't look at it too much. Okay. Sorry, I got to un, un, under so I can see my words. Okay. My first word is understanding. Mm. And I say that because I feel... First, because I didn't understand what the movie was going at before, because it was just very, like... Understanding isn't, like, trying to figure out what the film is. Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, understanding what the film is. Yeah, what's going on at the beginning. Right. Because you don't know why she's so sassy and angry and hates men so mean. much. She's mean. Yeah, she sucks at the beginning. As a man, we have no women here today. So I might be biased. <laughs> I don't I understand why she was so mean. Even after. She was nicer than we longer got on. Understanding also because I feel like that's what the movie was made for, is understanding visually in a film the problems of, I don't know, gang rape or something. It's a hard topic to talk <laughs> okay, about. all right. You're laughing at that? <laughs> no, no, no. Just just your uh, no, yeah, inability I, to express it. Yes, that's, that's fair. Yeah. I Like, yeah, okay. Um, but... <laughs> Stop, I can't. Anyways, understanding, so it just, it goes out a different bunch of different ways, and I do feel like I understood at the end, like, a little bit more about it, and it was a hard thing to watch, that, like, I keep saying, like, now that I don't have to drink something. Yeah, well, 
No, no, we're not going to do we it. Don't... <laughs> About halfway to three-fourths way to the end, or even to the end, it was probably where it was the most hard to watch. But I did, I did feel like I learned and got a perspective I've never had before about something like that from a film perspective. So I'll just say that. And then my second word is story time. And I say that because the entire movie is being narrated by what's it? Annie. Annie. Tiff Annie. Which I think is all right. Tiff. We talked about this with Mary, Mr. Harrigan's phone, and I'm not a fan necessarily of too much narration, which I feel like this was too much narration. But it's also hard because when you're adapting from a book, I feel like they're trying to include as much as they can in from the book, or analogies, or yeah. yeah, or descriptive things. They right. want it to feel like the book, which I think is fine, and to a degree, I didn't like it in this movie. I feel like it was too much, mm-hmm. and it didn't give any leeway for the audience to understand anything because whenever she had a hard emotion she would just say it in her mind and it'd be described in the movie there was well just right off that there was no pauses there was no like silence when it came to like an intense moment she would always say something well she'd always narrate it instead of letting silence exist and so like i felt like over a while she was just telling us what we needed to believe yeah yeah she's like helping us like we couldn't use our brains to figure it out yeah thank you I feel like that's a good way to put it. So, didn't didn't really like that, but it had some good parts about it. So those are my two words. Um, I I don't know if I recommend it. I really, I don't. Usually I have an opinion either way. No, we don't care if you recommend it. We care if it should be in the global top ten. Should oh. it be in there? Oh. Um. Yeah. The answer's oh. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, I'd say this would be the top ten. It's good enough movie to make it the top ten. And the other movies in the top ten are never are not that good right now. Are you saying the Curse of Bridge Hollow is no, not, of course, that not one, worthy that of being in, this in the, one top top the top ten? Are you sure? But other ones are not. So, Those are my two words. Uh, Gio, please take this away. I will take it away. So my first word, and thinking about it now, it may be a bad choice of words here. <laughs> oh, no. Forced. I okay. felt like All right. oh. kind of going along with what <laughs> you guys were saying. is they They were forcing one line of thought towards the audience they like you know there was no pauses you couldn't think of your own you know you can think your own thoughts during the movie right yeah it was very this is what we want you to think and this is why kind of right and which which i did I'm not, i don't know if that's good or bad um because it did make it so you did think of what they wanted you to think about you know right kind of made that message kind of was forced upon you right. kind of so yeah my first word was forced and my second word was passionate. Ooh. I thought they were very passionate in um, in the way that they made the movie. It was very emotional, I guess. I guess I mean, yes. that's a third word, yes. but they were very passionate. passionate. Emotional. Those are all. You those know, are synonyms, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it definitely made me feel feelings that I hadn't really felt. I guess. Oh, wow. <laughs> it awoken hey, something hey, within yeah. me. Yeah, no, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> but, but in a way, uh, uh, Dirty over here was saying, I don't know. It just it made me think of, see it in a viewpoint that I'd never seen it in before. Right. You know, in the topic of rape and, and those things. It kind of, I think the direct quote was gang rape. Gang rape right. was, the, <laughs> okay. was a direct quote. But it, it did open my eyes and kind of made me see, see it differently yeah. than I had before. I love that. Geo, so inspiring. It's a good Thank point. You. And because we all are, are all guys. And I feel like for 
like you were saying, I mean, maybe for us, it's a new perspective. Women might understand it a little bit more. Like, obviously, not all women have experienced that. But I feel like they can relate when they hear about it of guys, I don't know, being stronger or just more intimidating in a sense. But it's weird to see, like Gio was saying, I think it's a really good point that it's different to see it from a different perspective. Because you never can, you can never hear about that in just news because they just say what happened. But it's different to see it happen and how people treated her. Right. That's like first person view of it. Well, <clears throat> my first word is uncomfortable. Wait. Shut the up. Should Whoa, this what's be, going on? Should you be in the top? <laughs> oh. Should it be in the top ten? <laughs> oh, I, was oh. like, I was like, what are we doing? Blowing past I don't this? know what you were doing. You know, I'm going to say yes. I actually enjoyed the movie. That's two. Two on the top ten. I, I, I thoroughly I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. Let me just swallow that for a sec. Look at this. You're outnumbered. That's why I like Gio on the podcast. He agrees with me. Every time you bring a guest on, it is two on one. Every <laughs> single time. It's not my fault. Okay. It's global top ten. He says yes. Uh, this movie was... Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. It was super uncomfortable. The entire film was Why? I just felt... Just watch... Like... Ah, so many reasons. It was just like a very intense film. Like, very intense. And then I just, I never felt like I had a character to lean on. Like, I mean, you could say Arthur. You know, like, like he leaned on his gun on a lot of people. No. Oh, so, <laughs> so, it was a very just like, I don't know. I, I just had a hard time feeling like there was ever going to be a break or any hope. And so I just felt uncomfortable because it's like, I'm not op- optimistic about this. I'm not optimistic how it's going to turn out, how it's going to end, any of the characters. So... I was uncomfortable with them, and it's just a hard topic to discuss. So that made it tough. Especially as guys. Yes. What a perfect film for three men to just talk about, you know? How relevant it's, to not have any female perspective on this. It seems odd, but at the same time, you know? Here we are. That was probably one of the people they were trying to focus on to, as an audience, you know? I don't think it was made for just women. No, it was made for three guys. No, well, okay, a Netflix hey. film <laughs> with the little red backdrop. That. Yeah, that's what it was for. Oh, yeah. My second word, uh, well, I was going to be bleak. And we're still going to go with it. And here's the definition of bleak. First definition is lacking vegetation and exposed to the elements. Okay. Second definition is charmless and inhospitable, dreary. And overall, this was just, I, it kind of goes back to what I was saying, where it's just, it lacked any sort of hope in the film. Hmm. And it was charmless. As in, the main character was charmless. And so it was hard to feel like I had anybody to turn to. So those are my two words. Um, should this be in the global top ten? No. It should not be in the global top ten. It should not be in the global top ten. You, you're literally just saying that just to be... No! Yeah, you Absolutely are. not. Absolutely not. Are. No. No. I, I am not. We'll move on. You have a cop and you can tell you're lying. Gio, can you tell if I'm lying? He's telling the truth. Keeps no! <laughs> Gio, what the hell? Dirty, I'm so sorry. He's telling the truth. Okay, oh. okay, okay. But what did the critics think about this film? That is the question. Are these positive or negative reviews? It's a mix. I did not. You just find out as you read it. Yeah. I included both sides, though. This is unbiased, mostly. Mostly unbiased. Okay, how about I read the first one, we'll have Gio respond, and then he'll read it, and then you'll respond, and then I'll read it, and then he'll respond. Oof, that sounds complicated. We'll do that for the floor. All right, let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to read this, and you tell me your opinions on it. 
Okay, this is from Valerie Calfrin, and she says there's a decent film in here somewhere about trauma's ripples effects and people's coping mechanisms, but as a thriller, the jolts just aren't there, and ginning up those elements saps Annie's journey of emotional weight. Do you agree with that, Gio? Yes, I do agree with that. Hmm. Because, I mean, before we watched the movie, I was expecting, you know, those jolts those thrillers you know the you know the things that have me on the edge of my seat kind yeah. of like what's going on mm. what's going to happen next but that wasn't there but where it does talk about you know where she says there's a decent film in here somewhere about trauma's ripple effects and people's coping mechanisms i related to that really well like i like that's i don't know that's that's what i saw the movie as was that not really a thriller okay so i, I agree wholeheartedly with with that review See, those are both good points. Because it's also, it was advertised as a thriller, but what Gio's explaining, and why I think as well, is that it was much more of a drama. It was 100% a drama. Yeah. I mean, I would describe, you know, Unforgivable with Sandra Bullock. That was a thriller, I think. That was a drama, but it was, it could have been advertised as a thriller. Yeah, it was like edgy. This was 100% a drama. Like, there was no thrilling aspect whatsoever. But there is the decent film in there. And... The message is there as well. Wait, so who reads next? <clears throat> I read next. Gio, I hope I gave you a good one. <laughs> oh, wow. He gave me a name I cannot pronounce. <laughs> I, I, I Somehow I knew you were going to be reading this one. Like, okay, I knew it. So, I was like, I feel like I should change it. Change the so name. So this review is by Tat-Tat <laughs> Bunog. Yeah, you, know, you guys know Tat-Tat, right? Tat-Tat Bunog. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's like, good old yeah. Tat-Tat. Yeah. He's next week's guest, so <laughs> stay tuned. Good old Tat-Tat. <laughs> Uh, so he said, some of the sequences are difficult to watch at times, but with great storytelling and exceptional performances from both Kunis and Eurelia, it is definitely a film worth watching. Ooh. I react. Yeah. Yes. What are your thoughts? Mm. Well, I agree with the first part. Definitely. Some of the sequences are incredibly hard to watch. I was like, I'd, so my Netflix account is not working, so, but not on my Roku but it works on my computer, so I have no remote to like fast forward or check anymore. So if I'm really that disturbed, I have to get up, or I care that much, I have to get up, and I gotta you know pause it on my computer and check. So I was forced to watch scenes I did not want to watch. Mm. So I agree with that part. Um, and the performances, eh, eh. That's what I give it. You That's my response. Eh. Was the storytelling good? Whatever you want to take it. Uh, it was also, eh. That's right. That's Jeez. all I'm going to give it. Sound You're effects. So entitled. Okay. Uh, this is by Eric Childress. Hey, we've had Eric on here before. I know that name. No, we've had a Eric. No. No, we've had Eric this Eric? Eric Childress, yeah. He's, okay. he's been here at this, least once. On this reviews. is a brutal review. Oh. Eric goes <laughs> off. So be ready for this. Amidst the rash of films using school shootings as a plot driver, the shameful exploitation of it doubles down with another horrific personal trauma. Also, it leads main char- also it leads its main character can finally learn how to write something meaningful for the New York Times. Dirty, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, Is it a shameful exploitation of a of a school shooting? Um, I don't. I think. I think in the sense of the the plot and the the series of events i feel like it makes sense to have it go from where it became like to have those people be so frustrated with this group of people 
and to have this like all these you know rapes to like lead to this terrible school shooting like that makes sense to me to have it be a shameful exploitation of it doubles down i don't i don't know if quite if that matches up i don't know how exactly you were able to convey that in a movie to have that so i i I don't know what would be a good example of it and would be a bad example i don't think it's exploiting or anything i just don't know if it's the perfect way Mm. to show it in a movie Mm. but is it okay that it all leads up to the main character finally writing a meaningful piece for the new york times i think the result i think her personal resolution is good to have to go through all of that just to write a meaningful piece for the New York Times, I'm not quite sure about. But I do think it's good that she finds her resolution somehow. And if that's right for the New York Times, that makes sense. But it's kind of a difficult, I don't know. I, I don't quite know where to put it, in my opinion. All right, Eric. Stop writing such harsh stuff. Oh, she had something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that there's a deeper meaning to just hey, I wrote this meaningful piece for the New York Times. Right. Um, I think it was more of her just kind of figuring her crap out, you know, and being able to move on in life and do what she wanted to do to push past the trauma she experienced and kind of just move on, you know. So you do not agree with Eric? I do in the first part. Um, Not necessarily that last sentence where it was just, hey, I wrote this meaningful piece for the New York Times. Mm -hmm. I think that was a deeper message that was supposed to be portrayed with that. Gio, you yeah. should have written That's this. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Gio just yeah, said Gio, that Gio should have written this. This is what you should have done. All right. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll read the last one. Uh, Marissa Kren, Krenwelge um, says, though it's not the most thrilling or suspenseful movie, it achieved its goal of showing a character reconcile the horrific events in her past and get revenge on those who wronged her. Mm. I mean, we kind of just discussed <laughs> that, but does anyone have anything to add to that? No. Okay. Marissa just tied everything together. That's basically what we all want to say. Okay, do you want to do you want to go into any of the facts you found? Oh, I was going to go into our segment. Oh, I mean, <laughs> do you want to go into our segment? We're going to take a brief break and go into our segment brought to you by NT. It's definitely not us. It's definitely not. Oh, no therapy. therapy. <laughs> oh. Uh, this this is where we allow our guests to just take a chance, you know? Take a chance at at uh, discovering it's what's in the cup. That's what I was you know? And here are the rules of the game. If Geo guesses one of the three liquids, there are liquids, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> if he guesses one of the three correct, I will take a shot of sriracha. If he guesses two out of the three correct, Dirty will take a shot of sriracha. And if he guesses all three, me and Dirty will take a shot of sriracha. But if he guesses none correct, if he cannot guess the liquid... He must take a shot of sriracha. Are you ready? Yes. I'm kind of nervous since, you know, you said you had to use the restroom right before you, <laughs> right before you filled up these There is cups. no bodily fluids that I know of in these cups. Okay. okay. So, so oh be, be prepared. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Now we Let's need, do it. we need a blindfold. Would you, would you please, is this yours? Yes. Would you please tie this somehow around your, your face? Yes. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> or you could just. Okay. 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 I realized I am directly in front of this. Okay. Now it does look like a hostage video. Oh, save me. Okay, I will hand you, the liquids are in here. I will hand you one at a time. And uh, you can, you, I would recommend shooting it like a shot. 
You know, I don't oh, have much experience like with that. Shot. But I feel like. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, we'll, do we have like water? We'll start here? with. We'll start with the easier one now. Be careful. I, it is well, kind I of full. Here we one. go. You got it. Okay. Oh, I, I have your water. I'll grab it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I'm not gonna smell it. Okay. Do we know what it is? This is for clinical thera therapeutic purposes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it's coconut water. Coconut water. Okay. All right. You're going to tell them at the end? Uh, whoop. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Maybe. No. It's, it's apple juice. I don't know what it is. What's your final answer before I give you the next one? Apple juice. Apple juice. Okay. I cannot tell you if that's correct or not. Okay, this is your second juice, or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what was that? It's chili. Ew. <laughs> it's not. Oh, wait, I can't say if it's, if it's chili or not, but it's not chili. I know what this is. I know exactly what it is. I just, <laughs> my brain's not working. <laughs> you you got to know what this is. Here's the water if you want to clear your palate. Oh, yeah, you should probably clear your palate in between. I'll take that. I know what this is, and why can't I? <laughs> Did you just give us? That doesn't even be like drinks. Well, they. It is a. It is a form of a, it is a form of of a liquid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Final answer. Wait, wait. So the first one you said was apple, apple juice. juice. Second one. I know exactly what that is. Why can't I think of the name? Is it like relish or something? It is. I can't say if it's relish <laughs> or not, but it is on the saltier side. I'll take, I'll, I'll say relish. Relish. Okay. This third one, honestly, if you get this one, I will be so impressed. And this one, you really, you really might need to take like a shot. I don't know. If you okay. I'm going to open my water to be prepared. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to be able to get it down. I can't get it out. You might, you gotta, you might have to use your tongue for this one. You literally have, <laughs> you literally have milk and stuff. Why, why, why are you using these solids? Because we just got this at a farmer's market and I had to. That's as much as I'm taking out. Okay, that's about what is it? This is like a jalapeno jam. That is exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's oh, wow. Okay, okay. Okay, that's all three. You can take it off. Okay, you, you can take it off. So the answers were apple juice, apple cider. Okay. Correct. Okay. Uh, jalapeno jam, raspberry jam, but okay. we'll give it to you. And uh, this was actually salsa. Salsa, that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which Not I thought relish. you would get right off the bat. But, uh, Why? Don't you like spicy food? You're right. You literally <laughs> put jam, salsa, salsa and, and apple cider. Hey. Okay, so he got two out of three, oh. which means Dirty has to take oh, a shot at so Sriracha. Dumb. <laughs> dirty. Let me, let me grab that for you. You got the relish one wrong on purpose. No. I know. I was like, he might go three for three on this. I, I can't exactly. believe you got that jam right. What am I supposed to do? Is this expired? No, I don't know. No, we just bought Let's it. Let's see what the jam I was like. It tastes like jam, but then there was spice to it. And I'm like... Yeah, it's weird. It's Hopping pretty good, though. Yeah. You put it on something, it's pretty good. Okay, so you just, just a little, just a little dab. Hey, you think I wanted to drink all of those things? <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I thought they were going to be liquids for you. Okay? <laughs> not semi-solids. This one, I actually like this sriracha. It's not as bad as normal sriracha. You it's like an off-brand. It's gluten-free and plant-based. No, it's an off-brand of sriracha. I don't know any sriracha that's not plant-based. I know. <laughs> it's, like, it's made out of animal juice. It's, yeah. it's made of eggs or something. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. How much did I take? Uh, a shot, dude. How much just is going to come man. out? Yeah, just, I don't know. Just a little. Uh, uh. 
Uh, nothing's come out yet. Nothing. Uh, now you should have some. Squeeze the bottle, dude. How's that? It's actually not bad. I know. I kind of oh. like it. Yeah. Did you? No, okay. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. I just want to smell it. That's all. It's definitely spicy. It is the longer it's in your yeah. mouth. It get, it's a slow burn. Okay. I'm so glad you could join us for that segment. I'm glad I was here for that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, just a few. There's really only, there's no facts. There is no facts. So we'll go on to our feelings. Um, There is no facts. There really is no facts. You just want to talk about it because it's about the Me Too movement. Uh, Well, just, there was a comment. My wife's like, this is, I was like, how's the film? She's like, oh, it's great, you know. Did it take place in 2015? And I was like, no, this came out a month ago. She's like, yeah. oh. And I was like, yeah, it's a little late. So for the whole Me Too movement, that technically started in 2006, but it gained popularity in 2017. So for reference, this is five years later. They're putting out a film that might have been relevant then. So Would have been really powerful then. Yeah, it's still, exactly. It gave a message, but it would have been... It would have hit home. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have for that. Um, but I'm ready to go into my thoughts, my feelings, and your feelings. I can start. Um, (laughs) that was pretty good. So this is, I'll I'll start by, uh, this was another rotten critic that I didn't include because it was so short, but it basically says, yeah, it says Kunis never attempts to soften or sand down Annie's rougher edges. And I kind of feel like that is the premise of the film is that we have a main character, Tiffany, who is just so unlikable. She's like a typical Sandra Bullock character where, like, she just doesn't... Sorry. Yeah, the jam, dude. The jalapeno jam, dude. I'm like, I guess... Yeah, I can't be bad. Okay. But... Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to get, sorry, trying to get into this right sorry. now. Go ahead. No, I just felt like Annie overall was an unlikable character, and it made it extremely hard to like her when they never even attempted to soften her edges. Even when she got her revenge, she was still just a mean woman. Just a mean woman. And and that, I feel like that is what kind of lowered the film's ratings for me, is that it was impossible to like the main character. You can be a mean Sandra Bullock character. As long as you have some form of charitability... Typically, Sandra Bullock has, like, she'll have, like, a daughter or a son or a younger sister that she's got to take care of, and so she shows, like, charity. There was no charity given in this entire film from the main character. So that made it hard for me. Um, I also feel like a better way that this film could have been made was... Have you ever seen the Netflix series Made? I know Dirty has. I have not. That one's super good. Basically, same messaging, just you actually like the main character and you understand, like, the background of, of the antagonists so you you better understand like the people that are opposing them that that was a, a better way of doing this uh, or you could just watch unforgivable by sandra bullock and you get the same message and uh, feel just as good so those are my ratings um <clears throat> but i want you to pull up this picture because this was my biggest beef those are supposed to be the same person do they even look close to the same in that image pull it up the two annies yes those are the two annies can i zoom in okay you got to click on it and drag click and drag to make it bigger yeah did, Gio, okay. Did they? That was one of my thoughts in the throughout the whole movie was they look nothing alike. Why did they even? They like, just got two girls. That's my biggest beef. <laughs> they, just, not... they just got two brunettes, and that was it. And they, yeah, they have the same hair color. So. It's not even. She's <sighs> visibly taller than. That's also true. 
She it, didn't grow from when she was 14. I just don't understand why they needed to. They could have saved so much money. I mean, I don't know the budget, but they could have saved so much money by using the same character, making her look younger. Every single film that I've seen that has a flashback, if it's within like a 10 to 20 year window, usually they use the same character. They just make them look older, younger. The difference between them was not that. I mean, I don't know how old the. Was she supposed to be in her 30s? And then she's like 14, apparently, in the other one. I, I will rebut that in saying that when they had the when they were both like wet when their hair was wet they looked really similar. Oh no! So I, when they were like disheveled, they looked similar. Yes. At the same time, I know what they're trying to do. Like they're trying to make her. She used to be like, what did she say? More petite or something? Like a shorter but like more heavier set. Right. And like they had the theme of she was more matured earlier in life, and that's why they focused on her. And then they mentioned that Mila later Annie. She got like breast reduction surgery because she wanted to get rid of some of that oh, maturity. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. So I don't think they necessarily look the same, but I feel like they got someone that fit more the younger Annie's profile and it looked more like Mila, then it would have worked better. But I don't Honestly, think they could have used Mila no, yeah, as a younger. I just her. don't know why. And if I was gonna give the cake to somebody, I would definitely give it to uh Shiara or whatever, the younger Annie. She deserves it. She did I think she had a great performance. Yeah. I think she was a great actress. She portrayed the character. I felt bad for her. It was the main, like, the older Annie that I just could not stand. Like, I just can't, like, no part of me likes her. I was never rooting for her. I don't like anybody she's surrounded by. So that was really sad. It also was sad that the Arthur, the school shooter, happened to be the only decent person in the whole movie. So that was sad. I also really liked him. I know, I liked Arthur. Um, but I probably shouldn't say that. Um, but my, uh, I guess just to close... Every film needs to have a character arc where they learn something from their experiences. And I thought that when she got the New York Times article that that was her like going full circle and now she's a better person. She can start forgiving others. Like she can move past this. But then the last scene, this woman like cussed, like someone's like, well, you suck. And then she cusses <laughs> her out. And I'm like, oh, there was no change that took place. Like the moral of the story is what? Like, uh, everyone versus everyone, like nobody likes anyone and it's all for yourself and trauma ruins you forever and you'll never be a good person. Like it just, it ruined that last scene ruined. Like I think it would have been a half decent movie, but that last scene just ruined the whole film for me. Just destroyed it. I uh, give huh. this movie a 15. It was extremely, a 15? Yeah, 15. Yeah. I, no part you're of me. So it was, you're, no. you're so dramatic. No. Out of 37. Oh, oh out of 37, yeah. Okay. Uh, so basically, it was... Uh, <laughs> Whatever it's out of, I didn't like low. it. Uh, it just... The messaging was just so... Like, I really liked the theme. Like, I think the moral that they were... the What you said before. Like, what they were trying to push. I was like, okay, I understand that. But, like, how they portrayed it, the actor they chose, how they used that character was so poor that I just couldn't attach myself to the message. So... That is my rating. But I am looking for a rebuttal. I want I want I want to be saved. Somebody save me. So Gio actually we'll have Gio go last. Okay. Dirty, will you go next? Gio uh, goes Gio. last. Save for the best. Well, oh. Yeah, you wanna go last? Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. save the best for last. Yeah, I'll go last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go last. Okay. I was just looking up it's Mila Mila Kunis. That's how I was trying to say her name. I just wanna in my review I wanted I wanted to say it right. I don't know, I've been saying it wrong many times. Mila Kunis. What have you been saying? The main actor's name, Mila Kunis. Kunis. Mila Kunis. Kunis. Kunisa. Anyways. <laughs> okay, these are my thoughts. Most of them are bad. Uh-oh. What? I mean, you literally because... said this would be in the I know, top ten. I know, I know. I 
because I realize that whenever the good things are good, I just don't talk about them. But it doesn't mean they're bad. They're just they meet the standards, but they don't exceed. And so I feel like there wasn't much that exceeded, but it delivered what it should give you. So what was good is I liked the random intrusive thoughts, like when she stabbed her husband's hand oh, I at totally dinner. I forgot about those. And then it was yeah. just like, oh, yeah, what's going on? Didn't really make sense, like, in the understanding of trauma. Like, I don't, I feel like she would have had other kinds of intrusive thoughts. Maybe him stabbing maybe people. Maybe him stabbing her. And I know like she stabbed Arthur, and that would be traumatic, that. but still, like, that yeah. seemed like a weird addition from the main message. But I don't know. Well, they stopped it halfway through the film. Yeah. It was like it was random. Like a good 30 minutes, and then they were just like, she's over it. So it was a cool thing. It just didn't make much sense. Um, Bad-wise, I would agree with you. My main thing I didn't like was that she was unlikable. Again, young Annie, amazing. But Great. Mila Kunis was not very good. And I like her as an actress. Like I don't think she's bad. I just think it was a really weird role for her. And I... Like we talked about in previous movies, I don't really enjoy when they make a character likable only because everyone around them sucks so bad that you She's have like to like her. Suckable person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the mom is so awful. The mom yeah. is the worst person oh. ever. Yes. And I think that's what me and Gio and like the others were like trying to like, oh my gosh, she sucks so bad. Yeah, she's terrible. Um, and that's why you like Mila more. And. It was just, it was just hard to relate to her with her being so cynical, especially about men. And I was like, okay, I really don't like you. I again, she has a reasoning, but to make her a likable character, they would have had to portray that in a different way. I think the other thing that bothered me is flashbacks. I think the prolonged ones where it showed like the school shooting and stuff were good, but the small little ones where she's like flashbacked for about maybe like 10, 15 seconds to a, a past memory. It felt super detached. I feel like if they would have done that from her point of view instead of just a random clip of the past, I would have connected more. Mm. So that was something that was a little annoying to me, and I feel like they could have done better. And the other thing that we that you talked about that I want to highlight, too, is that it was fast. Like There was no shot that was longer than like five seconds in conversations. And it, I feel like they rushed the first half a ton. The first half movie was rushed. Shots were short. Everything was pushing towards this last half of the movie for the message, which makes sense. But I feel like they could have skipped over a lot of things if they were going to rush it that fast. Mm. If that makes sense. I never said it was fast. Yeah, you did. Did I say it was fast? You made that up. No, you literally I, said I something about that, that earlier. Yeah, you did. About it being fast? You literally did. I agree with you, but I did not say that it was fast. Okay. Right here is where I'm going to clip the quote <laughs> of Danny yeah, saying it was you're, fast. You're not going to find it. If you can hear it That's on the podcast. The thing. You're not going to find it. And right there. Okay, you said it. Okay. okay, wait, wait. But you know what was fast? I forgot to include this. <laughs> when that guy showed up in his wheelchair, how do you sneak up on an interview in a wheelchair? Did you see that guy? Okay, but come you in? heard it. You heard him like. Well, yeah, you heard him once he had the advanced. hallway, but you know how long it would take for him to like. You know, those, I mean, when you're in a wheelchair, you gotta like. You gotta have one of those vans where like it lowers. Like, and then you, is there stairs? I don't know if there was an elevator. I didn't see any elevator. Like, how do you sneak up on an interview in a wheelchair? Like, you would hear it from, like, a mile away, like, the creaking of the wood. Fine. You wouldn't hear it. Whatever. But I thought, I was like, how did he pull that off? That was that was pivotal for me. That's fair. And then the final thing, and it doesn't really have to do with it, it's kind of a general thought, is that, and kind of in the rush thing, is I feel like the first half was vastly different than the themes in the second half. And the first half, I thought it was just going to be a woman that didn't like men because of maybe socioeconomic factors. Like, she says, the Money. theme of marriage she bashes, the... 
She there shows the creepy guy in the subway giving her like flashbacks. She mentions wage gaps. There's the whole pleasure men's magazine thing. Oh, that was super uncomfortable. <laughs> Quote, apparently men's pleasures of global importance. And you just can't t- talk anything about men. So I get it in the end, but it's weird in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes more sense at the end. But like to, to bring it in at the beginning was super awkward. Yeah. <clears throat> so those are all my thoughts. Um, I'll just end there. My rating is a 24.5 oh my out of 37. That's so high. It's not high. It was a well-made movie. I think it has its problems. That's why it's Doc. But it deserves being the global top 10. I thought it was well made. It had a good message that I didn't understand before. So I feel enlightened in the sense that I saw something that I don't see. You're generous. Um, He's a generous human. He's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a, he's a nice you. guy. He <laughs> rates movies nice. He's just nice. That's what I was going for. So okay. those are my thoughts. I'll leave Gio to wrap it up. But <laughs> Yeah, Gio, what do you got? So, so my initial thoughts of the movie, which I don't know, like the first 35, 40 minutes, it was just so overly like, Vulgar with like yes. sexual things. Yes. Vile. Like, one of my like, words is gonna be vile. Like I felt like they were, like it wasn't natural. Like it just, it was just so much just thrown, like just shoved down your throat. Right. Yeah. Of like, sex, this, whatever, you know, whatever they were talking Can you about. Believe that. You, <laughs> you cut that little part. <laughs> <laughs> the the sex word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say. Hey. <laughs> okay. it was, yeah. It was just like just overly sexual. Um, I mean, I get movies about rape and whatever. But I felt like it was unnecessary in the beginning. Um, my other thoughts, I so I really liked Arthur. I really liked him, but not as the hey, school shooter. Yeah, calm prior, down. Daddy. Prior calm to down. prior to his, his evil ways. acts of yeah. violence, um, I felt like the things that he was telling young Annie was you know they were very true. Like although what she went through really sucked, like. She needed to step up and close that, you know, that path. Right. You know, like take him down so he doesn't have the chance to do it to somebody else. And but she was too afraid of, of what her mom would think or whatever. And 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 I just I really liked how blunt he was about that. Where hey, you need to take care of this. You know, take him down, or else it's gonna happen to other people. And kind of, you know, was telling her that if it happens again, it's on you. Kind of a thing. You know, it's kind of what I felt like he was trying to tell her well to go along with that i think the you it makes you think like if and maybe they were intending this if she had done something would the school shooting not have happened because she would have taken him down before he had to you know what i'm saying yeah like maybe if he if she would have framed him sooner or like you know gone out in public about what happened sooner then he wouldn't have shot up the school with his friend maybe that could happen yeah and kind of going against what you said Uh uh-oh yeah, with, there we go. With, well, with, what I just said. With the older Annie. I oh. actually really liked her. Hmm. Like, I know she was unlikable and she was very aggressive and yeah. mean. But I kind of like... I, I kind of liked that because it was like, I'm going to take care of me and people that get in my way, like that one word she said at the, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of yeah. basically told him to, you know. F off, Screw I guess. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. Stab him in the neck. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. And so I yeah. really, I did like that part because I didn't feel like she was unnecessarily mean to people who didn't deserve it. Yeah. You know? But the people that did deserve it, I feel like she was appropriately mean Which to Which was them. every single person in this film. Yeah. So, <laughs> Every single true. actor I, was yeah. horrible. So. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I, I liked her in, in that way where she was it's just a hot take. Of, so. Hot take by Gio. Second and a half. The mom sucked. Good. The mom sucked. 
throughout the whole movie. I yeah. didn't like her at so all. So bad. Yeah. From start to finish. But no. I guess <clears throat> in conclusion of my thoughts, I felt like the movie made me feel emotions that they were wanting me to feel. It made me view that whole Me Too movement type stuff in a, in a different light where I felt like I, I kind of see where they're coming from and I kind of understood it a little better. Right. As a man, you know, I'm not going to understand exactly what women are feeling and thinking, but I felt like they did a really good job at making me feel what they wanted me to feel. Wow. So. I did not expect that. No, that's actually... That literally, that I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah. That was, Wow. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, and, and I rate it, I give it a 22. Out of 37? Yep. Our guests almost always go lower than us, so I had to really knock it down. You knocked it down a lot. Yeah. That was not just... <laughs> that was 22. So much lower. I probably agree with that. Yeah, I believe that. Well, any concluding thoughts, feelings, emotions you would like to display? The whole general message of it, Gio just said. Yeah. Gio basically wrote that part. You understand the theme. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, Gio. Thank oh, you for we... having me. Yeah. So. Of course. It's been great. We might have to have you on again this one so well. Especially if you're willing to drink salsa. <laughs> yeah, if you'll do that again. You Jalapeno jam. <laughs> oh, that was so perfect. Like, I couldn't drink it to, like, lick it out, you know. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. I was like, there's no way it's actually going to make it down his throat. He's going to have to really throw this one. And uh, I guess we'll just end with that. I'm going to cut it off now before we say anything else. Three, two, one.